Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. Who we are is not who we love. We often aim to love what we believe we are not or cannot be. Sort of the you complete me or the male-female balance that people talk about, right? Oh, yeah. I've written about this. How I kept going for, for skinny men because I thought my ass was big. We've laughed about it. You naturally do that. You go because, and I've said this in loads of podcasts, I think, in a slightly different way, that you tend to go for what you think other people have that you don't. I mean, I'm sure it's biological as well. You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah, as I said before, the one thing we all love, want mm-hmm. is unconditional love, which is why when you love yourself unconditionally, you're so goddamn attractive. So I'll put it in my spiritual speak. So when you discover your own wholeness, and this is probably why it went into the magic series, and your divinity, there's nothing that requires completion anymore. No. Yeah. No, it's true. And I, I actually, it's true. Like, no. like on the one hand, you don't need anyone and yet there's space for somebody. Yeah. You're sort of like, but I thought, cause that is a sort of self-help, you know, you can get to a point where you really don't need anyone, but then you want or desire somebody. Okay, cool. I've been, I was in that space for ages. I ended up kind of conflating the two. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't need a relationship, but I kind of want someone. So I'm going to try all these really weird ways of doing it when no one's needs are met. <laughs> like that's kind of where I ended up going and I ended up being with How people productive. who were the same who were <laughs> yeah. like okay so we both we, we all know that we're kind of enough alone but we also kind of want some stuff so how are we going to do this oh I know we're just going to just fit into old paradigms of bullshit because yeah, that's all we've make, ever known yeah and try and make it work and it doesn't yeah. really work and so it's just all a bit shitty because the truth is the world is not set up for us to be alone no it's not everything is about being in pairs and so when you're single it it almost highlights your singleness Yeah. Right. Which is, I'm sorry, but way better to be single than to be with someone you don't want to be with. We've said and we've shared fifth dimensional consciousness is comprised of individuals who operate harmoniously with one another, right? Mm. That's what we're looking at. So you're kind of going from the vertical model of 3D consciousness and hierarchies and somebody's always better off and and worse off. You and you and I and me and together we do some things and with that person I do some things and with that person I do some things and somehow we're all moving forward. Exactly. So you go from the vertical to the horizontal where everybody can just hold space together. Yeah. And that space is rooted in the belief that we are all divine and that we are are all of the divine. Yeah. Mm. But ironically, like as much as I, I know it's may, maybe previous seasons where we talked about how we have to be okay on our own. Mm. Yeah. We have, it's about having the strength and resolve to do a lot of things on our own. That's why a lot of our karmic healing has to be done by ourselves. Mm. Ultimately. I mean, to be honest, when I think about it, some of the stuff that I did when I was by myself, I things I did alone, and not like healing stuff, like just mm-hmm. like bravery stuff, I can do fucking anything now. And we need to have those experiences to know that we can do that. And that is what actually allows us to harness our gifts to live out our purpose, right? Which is to serve others. So it's not about power. It's just about harnessing those gifts. And, but harnessing one's gifts is really just being able to identify them and allowing them to come out of us what is so fucking funny that face at least you didn't zone out i'm thrilled i really want to tell us what my gifts were but then i knew i was gonna get (laughs) shouted out so i said nothing At least you weren't zoning out and you were paying attention. I was paying attention, but I was like, can't make it about you. Can't make it about you. Can't make it about you. Just be quiet. So So what does that mean though? So the more we do stuff by ourselves, the more we figure out what's special about us? Yes. Experiencing love in 5D is quite unknown because 5D is unknown. Hence the title, The Limits of Love. 
but we are meant to be in relationship and partnership in part to have that support as we sort of venture into these early years and stages of 5D. But in order to not get deterred or fall off our missions, our purpose, whatever is, it's about finding somebody who matches our vibration and our level of service to the collective. Okay, so how can you tell if someone matches your vibration? So when you're looking at who matches my vibration or how can I figure out who can match my vibration and that level of service to the collective, you need three things. The first is clarity. How clear are you on your mission and purpose? The way to sort of explore that is to acknowledge, I may not know everything that there is to know about how I'm going to accomplish everything I kind of want to in life, but all the doors are opening as I need them to and want them to. Because when you're on your purpose and your mission, the doors just fly open. Purpose and mission is not about relationships to other people. No, not necessarily. But again, when we talked about that whole tapestry of fate, often when we, the further along we get, it is very clear that in order to realize and traverse sort of the mission and purpose lines, we need partnership because sometimes it's that partnership that helps get us there. And it's not because they serve us like that, but it's because what is written in our fate does require that. As in, we are somehow, in being together, we're assisting each other. So we're realizing two fates at the same time. But that clarity is important, and a lot of people don't have it. They think they have it, but often it's a very 3D idea of mission and purpose, where they're like, well, I'm just going to help the planet. I'm going to save the world. I'm going to help the oppressed. Or like in your case, I'm going to help, you know, this particular disenfranchised group. But they're often doing it from a space of wanting to heal themselves. So, but once you're in 5D and you're healed, you have greater clarity over what people's needs really are and how to reach them at that point, as opposed to sort of dealing with all the symptoms. So the second thing is, and I'm so excited to talk about this, is happiness. We don't talk a lot about happiness because we're not allowed because we can't confuse people because people still equate happiness with pleasure. But the reality is that when we are happy, absolutely nothing or no one can alter our state of being. Not a single experience, not a single exchange. We are always in that place. The third thing that we need to be able to actualize in these early stages of 5D is freedom right? I mean, that's obvious. When it comes to figuring out our vibration and our level of service has to do with our freedom. Because freedom says, I can and will live my life as I know it is meant to be. So not only are you acknowledging that massive fate tapestry, but it also enables us to create because creation is not possible without freedom. We're always looking to someone else to tell us what to do. We're always looking to someone else to tell us who we are, how we are, where we are. Like We're looking to others to source our power. Yeah, no one can give you your power. That's what's so troubling about relationships. And I think what I found really troubling about relationships Mm. is that somehow it's always seen as where you relinquish your power Mm. rather than the opposite. Yeah. And you're right. No one knows what it looks like to have two powerful people not giving away their power in a relationship. And we need to be ourselves, right? But ultimately, and that's why I think they kind of said in that sort of modern love, you know, a lot of partnerships will be sort of purpose-based, but not that, obviously, shared purpose, I think, is not the thing as much as it's just, we're so in our purpose, and those purposes somehow align in a way that being together 
is super cool. I enjoy your company. We have great sex. Everything's quite fulfilling, but I'm not dependent upon you for my survival. Yeah. And for my happiness. Yeah. But we match. We match in such a way that it makes sense for us to do this together. Yeah. 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 But I think that's a really big question because it's a lot of, it's different. And I think for me, the thing I struggled with the most is like, am I really ready for this? Am I really ready to live a life that's different than what I know? Yeah. Because, you know, I said yes a lot because I said a lot of fuck this because I said a lot of anything's better than this. Yeah. I never really said yes from a place of it's because it's what I want Mm -hmm. until the past year or so where I really learned to listen to myself. And I was like, I don't care what this looks like to anyone else. I don't even care if it looks really fucking destructive. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, because I say yes. Yeah. And my yes is more important than everyone else's no. Mm -hmm. Put together, if I'm honest. Yeah. But you have to go against a lot of fears to do that. You know, we've been biologically programmed to think that to be alone is to die. We've been told that we have to be part of the herd for our survival, that we can't choose ourselves, that we can't be independent, that we can't share love unless we're sacrificing ourselves somehow or compromising Mm -hmm. our integrity in some way. So it's not easy. So if people aren't ready for that, fair enough. Oh, completely fair. I have a ton of compassion. Yeah. Yeah. And like, not even compassion in a pull your way, but like in the sense of like, I get it. Yeah. Why would it be easy? But why, if you don't want to, you don't have to. No. You really don't. Like this, like that's the one thing about this whole thing. Like I'm pretty sure you made me cut this, but like, (laughs) you know, like when a lot of spiritual people like banging on about this, like end of days and changing and all this. You mean people like me? No, 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 no. (laughs) But but, do you know what I mean? Like there's all this stuff. It kind of makes it feel like there's no choice in the matter. Mm. Oh yeah, the 5D's coming anyway, so yeah. get on board. I feel like yeah. I've said that probably before, so my apologies. No, but like in the sense <laughs> okay. that there is always choice in everything. That's true. And That's it's true. also because we don't know what 5D looks like, it's also your choice what it looks like too. Mm. Yeah. Like there's choice in it all. No. So I just think this idea that there's no choice in anything, well no, you're creating it, so what do you want it to look like? Yeah. What do you want your world to look like? Because that's up to you. Oh, that's a nice way to look at it. I was kind of like, well, no, there, I mean, there are choices. You're right. You're not wrong, but there are certain conditions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, those conditions really quite, you know, being to choose to be out of your karma, right? I mean, that, that, I mean those well, no, are the because conditions. you can't choose a world that you want to create if you're still creating from pain. Precisely. That's all I'm saying. Is, yeah. But like what yeah. I'm saying is that people are so scared of doing this because they're like, oh, well, I can tell you. My life kind of looks the same. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel the same, but it kind of looks the same in many ways. In many ways, it doesn't. No, but in many I was going to say, in some ways, I don't think it does. Yeah. But I created what I wanted. I kept the things I liked and I changed things I didn't. Mm-hmm. That was how I created my world. How you create yours might be entirely different. Mm-hmm. And that's up to you. So ultimately, as we are sort of on this precipice of 5D or really contemplating a 5D existence, the only question we really have to ask ourselves, am I really ready for this? Because the choice to lead a heartfelt life, which means that it is a life that is heart-led. Yes, in the beginning, when you're coming out of your karma, it's the do whatever the fuck you want, follow your heart, right? But ultimately, when you've done all of that, leading a heart-led life actually means something else, right? And it means leading the most powerful life I can. Where you get to create it. Yeah. 
Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.